a playlist original. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of Spotlight with your host, Sandy Korn. Before I start, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who tuned in to season one and made us the number one leisure podcast in South Africa. And to kick off season two, we have our very first international guest, Johnny Tran, all the way from California. Welcome, Johnny. I'm so excited to have you. And how are you doing today? Hey, everyone. I am doing great. For me, it is early morning, so 10 a.m. And I just got up, but I'm feeling great. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay. It's so great to have you. And it's going to be a good day today. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what we're going for. So I'm just going to jump straight into the questions. So my first question is around your content creation journey. And um, I believe you started your content in 2020. Um, what yes. inspired you to get going with this? Well, it's actually funny. So at first, when I heard about TikTok, I was actually a little against it just because I didn't know much about it. So at first I was like, oh, all my friends are doing it, but it just seems whatever. Like I'm, I'm focused on doing my own thing. At the time it was the middle of the pandemic. So I was working on, I guess, just making it through that as we all were. Yeah. Um, and then at the time I actually watched a lot of Gary V. If you're familiar with him, he's like a mark, huge marketing specialist and entrepreneur. Yeah. But he kept on emphasizing to go on TikTok. Like no matter what you are, business, or for personal or whatever, just go on TikTok because that's where, that's like the next big app. That's where everything is going to be. And after hearing him yell at me to do that through all his YouTube videos and podcasts, I was like, all right, I think it's time. So I finally said, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll see what TikTok's about. I started making content for it. Mm -hmm. And I sort of realized that I really enjoyed it. And I think the reason I enjoyed it was because before, TikTok as a content creator, I was really scared to experiment yeah. and try new things. But making it onto the app, I realized it's very easy to experiment. Yeah. Everyone's very open to it. And you have so much opportunity to just try anything. And I think that really opened up my eyes um, as a creator for TikTok just to go for anything. And it helped me like develop myself as a content creator. Yeah. So that's sort of how I started. And from there, it just kept on building. Um, I kept on trying different things, ended up doing a lot of dancing, eventually getting into fashion and some K-pop dancing as well. So and it all just like wrapped together. I understand what you say um, with, you know, TikTok being a really cool place to experiment. It's the vibe of TikTok is so different, I feel, compared to your other platforms. And it's like you can really do whatever you like, whatever you want, and an audience will find you for it. Yeah. Um, that's really fun about it. Um, what was the first, 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 first type of TikTok videos that you made? I think it was at the time, it was the challenge. I don't know if you remember it, but... You're supposed to do a push up, but you go mm -hmm. at different levels. So they have like a maze and you're supposed yeah. to match like oh, your level. Yes. So you make it through the maze. Yeah. I think that was one of the first ones I did. Oh. Yeah. It was just one of the trending ones at the time. Mm. 
So um, with your content creation, did you start with TikTok first and then you branched off into YouTube and Twitch or were you on the other platforms already? The only one I was on before, or I, I guess heavily on was mm. Instagram. Yeah. So before that, I was really big on Instagram, especially for my own dancing, because I did, I've been dancing since I was 10. So dance has been a huge part of my life. Mm. Um, so I was teaching and everything. And then once TikTok came into play, I, that allowed me to branch out to the other platforms. And it gave me the confidence to try other platforms. Mm. Mm-hmm. And how are you finding um, these new platforms that you branch to, you know, maybe with the type of content that you're making, or maybe do you see a difference in the audience that you have on these platforms? Definitely. I think mm-hmm. between each platform, you realize just how different and challenging, but I think that's also what makes it fun because each new platform mm-hmm have to approach it very very differently it's a very different type of content um tiktok is very short form youtube is very very long form twitch is about constant entertainment and just constant like talking and um yeah so each of them provides a different challenge but you get something different out of all of them and i think i enjoy the challenge and just learning to adapt to the different platforms do you feel like you're able to express like a different part of you with each platform because they're all kind of, you know, different with the types of content. Yeah, definitely. I think each of them allows you to show different parts of yourselves. TikTok can be very, very quick and snappy and just brief. Uh, YouTube, depending on what type of content, you can go a lot more in depth. And same thing with Twitch. I think Twitch has a lot of interactivity with mm-hmm. viewers and there's a lot of engagement there with um, people getting to know you and vice versa. So they offer different things and you get to just really share different sides of you that way. How long have you been streaming on Twitch? For Twitch, I think a a little over a year. Ah. Yeah. And um, what's your favorite type of content to do on Twitch? Twitch, um, typically I do, so they have a category called just chatting and it's tip, it's just talking to the viewers, but you can sort of cover whatever you want to. Um, gaming is still always fun, but I think just chatting is the most fun because it, it allows for the most interactivity and the most like just getting to know viewers or viewers getting to know you. And yeah, it's always, it's always great to have conversations with mm-hmm. all these people from all over the world. Oh, that's really cool. I love how you're using, you know, the Twitch platform specifically for that purpose of connection, you know, instead of maybe um, sticking to one platform and doing something like a live stream on there, because now you get to branch and still reach a new audience, but still connect with the audiences on your other platforms. So that's yeah. a really cool thing about social media. Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So... You're known for your incredible dance videos. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the process of these? Um, you know, like how long do you maybe spend on rehearsals or is it a thing of you can hear a song and it's like, 
you already start getting ideas, you know, your body is kind of knowing what to do already. You know, what's your process? Maybe where do you get inspiration from? Um, it's different depending on what I'm using the dance for, but mm -hmm. typically I've been dancing for a long time. So now when I hear it, I can immediately start thinking of things or have things come to mind. Um, or even learning TikTok dances comes very quickly because I got used to just learning off of observing. So as soon as I see it, it's very easy to replicate just because I've been doing it for so long. Um, but also the approach is different. Like if I'm doing it for TikTok, I think more about how to adapt it to the sound or make it very, very quick and like catchy. Whereas if it's like for Instagram or I'm for a class I'm teaching, then I'll think about the dance will be a lot longer. So I have to think about it as a whole and really let everything make sense from one to another. So yeah, if that, if that answers it mm -hmm. and makes sense. Um, is there any specific type of dance content that you're really enjoying making at the moment? So you said you do enjoy like the K-pop dances as well. So are you maybe enjoying that at the moment or are you having fun with the, the TikTok trend dances? Um, any preference? Um, I would say definitely the K-pop dances are really fun just because it's music I really love. And then the choreographers who make those dances are really, really amazing. Uh, and then recently, I so I, cho I choreograph as well and dance on some teams. So recently, I've been getting back into that a little bit more and dancing a little bit more and teaching again. And that's been really fulfilling because I just haven't done that in a while since I focused so heavily on on TikTok and content creation. So it's it's very refreshing. So I think that's what I enjoy a lot right now. Do you have any favorite song that you kind of like dancing to at the moment? So like, let's say you're scrolling through TikTok and then this video comes up with that song and you kind of, you know, you start going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have two. I have two. Uh, one is Jack Harlow's First Class. That was trending for a while. That song is, it's so catchy. It's such a good, um, such a good vibe. And then the other one is uh, K-pop artist's jesse she has it's called zoom oh yeah. and a lot of people have been dancing to that as well yeah yeah so those two they're just such great songs and every time i hear mm -hmm. i just start bobbing my head like it's a good one i get you that's another thing that's so fun about tiktok you know and you're constantly hearing it you're like ah good mood good mood until you're tired of it because you hear it too many times <laughs> <laughs> that's so true or you make true a video to it oh, and yeah. you hear it a million times <laughs> But then I'm sure by that point, there's another new catchy song that will be stuck in your head. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I actually came across your content for the first time, and I mean, me, I'm all the way in South Africa, but mm -hmm. I remember one of the videos that popped up on my For You page was the like dance fashion transition video. And I mean, I was obsessed firstly because it was so smooth, so, <laughs> so, so smooth, but also just the quality and the whole vibe. I mean, you had the lighting and the outfits were amazing. I, I personally love K-pop as well. So I loved the fashion because it was very K-pop inspired. Um, but what's your filming process like for these types of videos? I, I can't imagine it being easy. <laughs> 
the yeah so this was specifically for transitions it was pretty difficult to figure out at first because one thing is figuring out how to do it and then having consistency etc but it took a lot of experimentation um but what i like to do is so the main thing is don't touch your camera especially if you're doing a transition where it doesn't need the camera movement so i'll put it on a tripod i'll put record and then i'll just let it record my whole process and then i'll do the first part of the transition uh, when i started i did it like three to four times and then i change and changing is changing is so tiring <laughs> like changing your clothes surprisingly is really tiring and exhausting but i'll do that and then i'll do the second part three to four times and then that usually is enough mm. unless there's like a lighting issue or something but after that i go into editing and what's important is just finding the right spot to do the transition at. And it always has to be a, a really big movement mm. or somewhere where you're not too static. Mm. Because if there's movement, your eye doesn't really read it too well. So then it's easier to make it look a lot smoother by doing it on the movement. So it's a little bit of like camera tricks right there. But um, yeah, it's just practice because you should be able to do the move really really well so that you can do it twice and it looks the exact same um, so it's a lot of practice but also just knowing exactly what you want and how to achieve it that is still crazy because wow those transitions are smooth and what's different i feel about your transitions is because they're done in the middle of like just dance moves so it's not like you're covering the screen or, or something you know because okay i do um beauty and makeup content so i'll do yeah. beauty transitions but it's easy with the beauty transitions you know you're like transition yeah, wipe the screen then, you know, and you just wipe the hair yeah. or you're like flipping your hair and then it's, ah, it's right done. or you do you're doing the thing with the head transition and mm -hmm. you know it's chilled but then what was so captivating about yours is it's the transition while you're literally doing a dance move and all of a sudden it's like new outfit um so that's really cool i, I really enjoy it and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of other people out there enjoying it just as <laughs> thank <much>. you <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely frustrating sometimes too because sometimes it just won't work and you'll have to do multiple takes and you just keep on changing back and forth and you're like oh i just want this one to be good <laughs> What inspired you to try and, you know, experiment and do the combination of the dance and the fashion? I think at first I just did the transition. Mm. So one of my early viral videos was for doing a transition with a, a kip up, if you know what that is. You're like lying on your back, you push up and then you land on your feet. Um, yeah, so that was one of the first things that popped off for me and worked really well. And I kept on doing transitions for a bit mm. and they all turned out really, really well. So naturally I had a love for dance and I would do a lot of dances, but they would perform okay. So I figured, and I want to do dance content, so why not combine the two? Mm. And then that led to me experimenting with that and trying and eventually it just took off. It kept on building from there. I remember when I first came across your videos, um it was at that 
stage where your audience would tell you add another transition at this point in your video then you made a video and then someone else would comment and no wait add a transition at this other point so then you would end up with a final video with so many you know different versions but a different transition each time and i thought like that was such yeah. a cool thing like such a cool way to interact with the audience as well and get out a new video that they would love yeah that that was really funny because eventually it got to the point where there were i think four or five transitions in a video <laughs> and by the end of the video i was just like oh my gosh i'm so done with this i just hope it it worked out well um just because there were so many transitions going on i think one is fine but then when you get to five it starts getting outfits, a little crazy think, okay how do i figure all that yeah it got a little crazy i would have clothes and piles on my floor <laughs> Um, but this actually um, makes me think, um, how does your audience influence the content that you make or, or let me say inspire the content that you make? Um, that's a good question. As far as influence, definitely I'll gravitate towards either what works well and then if there's a way I can build off of that, then... Mm. I'll do that or in the same way like if they say oh you should do a transition here or you should try this dance like if they in the comments leave suggestions a lot of the times I am looking at them and if there's a if they want it and I like it then I'll give it a shot so you were also featured on BuzzFeed um, what was that experience like for you did you know beforehand that they were going to do it or did you just see a tag one day and it was like what yeah so they reached out BuzzFeed reached out to me um, asking to feature me because they were focusing especially on Asian American content creators and they liked the fashion transition so they reached out to me to do sort of an interview mm. where I answered some questions and recorded it so that they would have all that information. And then they said, okay, well, we're gonna make a video and you'll see it when you see it. Mm -mm. But there's no guarantee that it would come out. Yeah. So I was really excited, but I was also like, is this too good to be true? Yeah. And then one day it just popped up mm. and I was so surprised. I was like, well, <laughs> they went through with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was just the most surreal thing mm. to have recognition from BuzzFeed, mm. uh, like a company that I watched so many videos of in the past. And then, you know, for you to actually be on it, uh, I can imagine. Um, and school, it was a little experience of both, like you knew a little bit beforehand, but then there was still that element of mm -hmm. surprise to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are there any um, content creators that inspire you at the moment? Yes. So there's a lot of different content creators out there who I look towards um, for different reasons. Like, let's see, if you know Jesse Chris or Zach King, both of them uh, do videos that are very have a lot of editing to them mm -hmm. and the editing is so complex it amazes me because if you think my stuff is seamless theirs is like next level seamless and like very smooth so 
definitely I draw a lot of inspiration from them just because of the amount of quality within their videos. Um, and then for different other other creators, like I think her name's Erica Titus. She's very personable. Um, and I love when people can be very personable to their creators or I mean to their viewers mm. and essentially just talk to them and make them feel at home. I think that's a very difficult thing to achieve. Yeah. So I thought that's I mean, essentially that's what you want is what's so important is the connection. So them being able to establish that and and provide that is really amazing to me. So I draw a lot from them and then different fashion uh, mm -hmm. creators. There's a there's a lot of fashion creators I look at and all of them I'm constantly picking up things and and drawing influence from or inspiration from for my own fashion. So yeah. That's really cool. Um so you know when you're not filming your videos, creating content, uh what do you just enjoy enjoy doing for fun in your off time? Let's see. In so because content creation is so much doing and activity and like action um, in my free time. I actually enjoy watching shows a lot just because it gives me a chance to be a potato and just wow. lie there and just watch. But um, anime, K-pop. Um, oh, recently some, some Disney series. If you know Moon Knight, that one is really good. Yeah. But yeah, just, just watching shows on the chances I do get except most of the day is content creation or, or work focused. Yeah, yeah, people don't realize it's not a job that's, you know, has set hours. So you could mm -hmm. just be going whole day. But at some point you need to realize like, okay, I need to take a break right now. And I totally understand what you're saying. You just want to just chill, just chill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw a funny thing. Um, it was like, I quit my nine to five job so that I could work 24 seven. <laughs> yes. Yes. That <laughs> explains the situation. <laughs> yep. Um, so do you have any projects or is there anything that you're currently working on that you can share with us that we can maybe keep an eye out for? Yeah, definitely. The next big thing for me is if you're familiar with VidCon, they have the US one, yeah. Mm -mm. So I'll be a featured creator there. Um, I don't know if anyone in <laughs> in South Africa will be able no. to, you know, see that since it's a bit far. But I will be there as a featured creator, so I'll be able to speak at. I think I'm doing a panel, uh, creator talk, and a performance, if I'm correct. But that'll be really exciting because I'm sure there'll be some footage of it somewhere eventually when yeah. it happens yeah but that'll be really exciting because it's the first event i've done it i've been a part of at such a big scale and i'm honestly very nervous but extremely excited so it'll be a good time because all sorts of top youtube and tiktok creators will be there and it's always fun to meet these people in person and mm -hmm. like see oh you're a real person i think that's such a surreal experience it's always um, fun when you get fellow content creators together because I feel like um, sometimes it's only content creators that will really understand your feelings and what you go through um, because they've been through it themselves. Yeah. 
so it's always nice to make like new content creator friends <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, the audience that's in South Africa, I'm sure will be excited to see footage. But if we do have any international audience, you know, maybe they will actually be there, which would be quite cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So the last thing that I have in store is a little series of rapid fire questions. So these questions might seem totally random, but just answer whatever comes at the top of your head. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Let's do okay. it. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Oh, same. <laughs> A morning person or night owl? Night owl, definitely. Mm. Um, what dish do you cook best? Dish I cook best? Oh, man. Um, Japanese curry. Oh, that's cool. Um, what were you afraid of as a child? Ooh, the dark and scary movies. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm actually still scared of scary movies. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's terrifying. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> um, finish this statement. The way to my heart is. Food. Yes, that is a good answer. <laughs> Food is um, the way to everyone's heart. Right? A universal language. <laughs> yes. Um, what is the one thing that you cannot live without? Oh, unfortunately, my phone. <laughs> uh, understandable in this yeah. day and age, especially. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that is a wrap for today's episode um johnny Yay. thank you so much for joining me here on this episode it was such an i had such an amazing time speaking to you um and i'm sure the audience will love or have loved this episode um and thank you to the audience for tuning in to the first episode of season two of Spotlight. And I will be back with another episode soon. 